Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are going to be giving you one of 50 Mama interviews. These interviews have been conducted by Drama Victoria over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. These 50 interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victoria drama teaching game. So sit back, relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual version of The Aside. Please note that the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Helen Mutkins to the Mama Project, and this is number 42 interview. Helen, I know now that you've been a professional actress and you've trained at NIDA, so would you like to tell me a little bit, perhaps one moment that really stood out to you or why that training was so important to you? Um, the, well, I think it gives you a really good idea of the actor's process, obviously, which is what you're going to end up teaching. Um, I didn't know that then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think everything that I've thought about from now as a teacher has come from what I learnt as an actor, um, and more. But, you know, that's, I think that's really important that I can actually put my self in those shoes and feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and did you have any inspiring teachers at NIDA that you, you ca- still carry the work inside? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Keith Bain yes. was just adorable. Um, I think of him a lot. We did a show in Czechoslovakia and Keith came oh. to this show with us as a group of students and he was crying at the end of it and said, you may never, ever feel this again. And um, just just that kind of, I don't know, that absolute joy of him seeing his students in that position was really inspiring. Uh, Nick Enright, yes. who was incredible, an incredible acting teacher, um, actor, writer. He was, he was really, really wonderful, really wonderful. Um, Doreen Hogan, voice teacher, she was wonderful. Um, just just their, their whole rapport with you as a person is something that I carry, hopefully, into my classroom as well. Yeah, just great mentors. Yeah. And so what happened to you when you left NIDA? Well, of course, I was going to Hollywood. <laughs> left turn at Albuquerque. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I was... Doing you know a lot of theatre more than anything it was the 80s, so it was really good for TV ads and miniseries. So there was a lot of work. I was lucky, um, and it was just a really really great time. We started our own theatre company as a group of oh, actors wow. after NIDA, and we did a few shows and had a great time. Didn't make much money, but had a great time. Um, yeah, it was really, really exciting time actually. A lot of, a lot of fantastic, as you know, a lot of fantastic people coming to Australia from overseas yes. too as, as practitioners. So suddenly, you know, that world opened up that, big yes. time. It was a bit global, you know, for the first time. Yes, so we did have true. access to great teachers, great theatre, really brilliant new ideas. 
and so I think it was, you know, of course, my time, most inspiring time. But everybody <laughs> says that, but it, but it was, it was I, for I, Australia, so sure. I reckon. I'm not so sure now. Yeah, and and we'd come from, you know, sort of school background where, if you were taught drama at school, it was like incredible. It was very rare. Rare, totally rare. Yeah. So you know, now it's sort of thank goodness it's better than that. Yeah. So, so what was your journey to become a, a drama teacher? Um, ah, it, it was a, a bit fate. It was. It just sort of happened. You know, like um, in the eighties, late eighties, when I was working, there wasn't very much money. You'd make a squillion on ads or something or miniseries, and then nothing. So I thought, what can I do? So. I actually went to the local council in Sydney and said, can I have that church hall? Can I, oh, I want wow. to start a youth theatre. And they just said yes, <laughs> <laughs> as they did back in those days. Sure, no one's using it. <laughs> I think now it's a multi-storey building or something with, you know, 5,000 tenants. But, um, yeah, so we did that. So I started this youth theatre. It was just all these local kids. I was only 25 myself. And here I was sort of directing and teaching um, these 16 to 20-year-olds. Oh, we wow. had a ball. <laughs> and I did that for four years. So that was my kind of um, very Funny. minimal um, money, but, but my beginning. And I'm, I really loved it. You know, it was hard yakka, but I really loved it. Yeah, I was still... I'm on Facebook with half those kids from oh, how yeah, 1990. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And now they're all grown up. And yeah, and, and some stage managers and some working in theatre and tell me what shows they're doing. It's really good. It's really, really oh. nice. Yeah. And so then did you go back to university to do a, a teaching, drama teaching? I did. I did. I did just a grad dip. I did a NIDA. I was a diploma student and the NIDA offered the... Um, Bachelor of Dramatic Arts, so I did that for a year. Then I went to uni. Well, I did Trinity for f years as well, and then I did um, grad dip. Yeah, and thought I'll, you know, do. Th Actually, I was in a, in Adelaide and I was doing a play. What were we doing? Sweet Bird of Youth, and I was in a play, and I was staying in a house with an English teacher. I didn't know her. I knew her daughter, and she said, "Would you come into my school and talk about?" you know, the play you're in and, and what you're doing. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. So I came in and they were doing The Crucible. Oh, wow. So I went in and there was a whole bunch of kids doing this and I just sort of started to talk to them about it and then I started to say, try this and da -da. And then I was at that school every day for three weeks at oh. the, in the afternoons just helping out with rehearsals and I thought, gee, I, I'm really liking this. Yeah. I and thought I could do both, but I don't think you can. It's very hard. Yeah, yeah. Can't now. No, I can't now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the yeah. energy side or um, head It's just time, family. You know, when you sort of get older, you've got kids and everything to run. Things that, you know, it's free as once were. Yeah. So you've been still a drama teacher for a good while. Yeah. Um, what changes do you think? Have you witnessed or seen over this time? Uh, I mean, stacks of changes. Just trying to be specific. From coming from 
nothing. <laughs> you know, um, drama teachers, we, we, I did a workshop in, I don't know when it was, 1988 maybe. Um, it was called Transformational Theatre that oh. I devised with a couple of friends and it was to teach primary school teachers how to teach drama back oh, then. Wow. And that was you great. You were ahead of your time. Well, I was. <laughs> but that we did that because there was no, no training for anyone. And I thought, well, I might make some money out of that. Because um, it was all about money, really. Um, <laughs> and it worked, and it was great. And I didn't realise how much I knew till I started to, mm. as a young person too, started to, you know, share stuff we'd learnt about impro games and things like that, which didn't even exist then in the in the big scheme. Um, it, it's just far more accepted, isn't it, far in, in a curriculum as a, as a fabulously creative subject overall, drama and theatre, that is, um, it, you know, it, it, well, it's still hard yakka to keep it Going. pumping. But... Um, I but in primary it, schools, yeah. it's still missing for an awful lot. Yeah, well, I teach at Ivanhoe Girls. They haven't got drama in primary school. I've been fighting this for a while now. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to teach in primary school because <laughs> it's too much already <laughs> in the secondary school. But, you know, but it's, it's, it's just tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And what, what would be some highs and lows of your career? Obviously, you're talking a bit about the highs. Are there yeah. Highs and lows. Uh, I think my low point was um, I went into a school, it was really tough, I won't mm. sort of name the school, but it was a really, really tough school. And it, that was my, my, after my teaching rounds and you know learning everything, I got this job. And I went in and I, I couldn't believe I was going to be doing this. I cried every day and I thought I've got to get out but I had family, a family situation, I had to stay and that was low but it turned into a high because these kids, they were really hard and they said they wanted to do Greece and inside I'm going, oh yeah right, I mean, you can't <laughs> keep your fists out of each other's faces let alone do Greece. <laughs> And I said, we'll try one song. We'll try one song and see how we go. And in the end, I had to separate the boys from the girls because they were just fighting or, or pashing or whatever. So I put the, the boys in this room and they were doing the male summer nights part and the girls were doing this. And oh, it was hilarious. I was jumping from room to room with a video camera because I was actually going to humiliate them. This was my, my plot. I was going to bring them down. We'll go to corrective services, I don't care, whatever it takes, you know, get these kids like, oh. Anyway, I was filming, and I love filming too, so I was filming, and in the end I edited it, cut it all together and showed it at assembly. And I meant to actually um, make these kids look kind of embarrassed, really, but it was hilarious. The video was hilarious, and I didn't even know. And they were laughing, they're coming up, oh, that was fantastic, was, oh, what a great thing, now we can do the rest of Greece. Oh, now we're gonna do that. <laughs> anyway, so in the end, um, yeah, it was kind of like, I won that one. It was good. Oh, it was good, yes, yeah, it was funny. It's very funny. But I, I wasn't unhappy to leave there, yeah. 
Yeah, so those tough schools. There's some tough ones, yeah. Um, and so you talked a bit about your mentors at NIDA. Have you had any mentors or colleagues that ins who have inspired you or helped you since? Oh, loads. Um, Drama Vic. <laughs> I think a bit of a saviour when you kind of get to the end of teaching year and you've got people even like yourself who do oh, fantastic yeah. workshops and you come along and you sort of just watch what other people are doing and get fed. It's fantastic. Yeah. That I mean, that's really saved me a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of... I suppose um, mentor teachers at school, Footscray City. Just trying to think of Michael Eckersley. Michael, he was fantastic. He was my mentor teacher there, and he was wonderful. Went on to sort of be involved in Theatre of Hard Knocks and um, uh, not yeah, the choir. choir. Yeah, it was lovely. He was he was really really supportive and great mentor. Um, of anyone else. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and what do you attribute your longevity of your career like? What keeps you going? I can't think of anything else to do. Uh, <laughs> it's your passion still. Yeah. Yeah, it is my passion still. Yeah. I, I think there's down times when you can't do this anymore. Because um, it's hard, yakka. You know, and you're at school and you're still the only car in the car park at the end of the day <laughs> thinking everyone else has gone home and I've still got a couple of hours in rehearsal yes. <laughs> and you know all of that stuff it's it's, it's and on weekends yeah and yeah yep six days a week for the first two terms and you know it's it's a lot it's a lot um, and you still have to do yeah. yard duty and yeah you know it's not fair <laughs> Anyway. Um, and what would be your advice to the next generation of drama teachers? Do workshops. Go and learn stuff, you know. Put yourself in a position where you have to be the actor, you have to be the director, you have to be that, that component, you know, whatever it is. Mm. You know, design a set, see how you go. Um, read, read, read. And ask questions. We were talking about that before. Yeah. But, you know, find the people who've done it and are involved in it and, and ask questions, you know, really get the knowledge while the people are still around, you know. Yeah, that's, I think... Oh, so let's have a look at your... I you know you've brought artefacts, which is great. Oh, I did bring artefacts. So what have you got? Right, well, I have my... Um, this is my Year 7 drama book, 1972, um, complete with pictures. <gasps> Isn't it brilliant? And, you know, some of these things... These were, I had a, a teacher, Heather Souter, who was a Year 7. She'd just come, and this was secondary school drama, which was... We were privileged. And stuff like it's that's in here. Show it to the camera because oh. it's just wonderful. Stuff that's in here is based a lot on the kind of impro stuff that was all happening back oh. then. Um, what's it? I loved your use of colour pencils. Oh yes, I was I was a hippie child. Hippie <laughs> child, definitely. Everything's got squiggles and colour and everything. Um, 
Wonderful. Just trying to for breathing notes and voice technique and all of that funny stuff, complete with eyes and nose. But that, that you know, I found this actually a while ago, and it's it's pretty funny. Um, bed scenes was a Catholic school I went to, <laughs> and this class was um, imagine that you were you were sleeping and you woke up next to a priest. <laughs> that was that was a, that was a class. I was twelve. <sighs> now that's weird. Anyway, I do remember that, <laughs> thinking oh, wow. it was the funniest thing ever. Um, wow. Yeah, anyway, that, that's that. And, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Improvisations back then, 1972. I was ahead of my time, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, what else have you got? Well, I've just, I just brought along pictures. My a group of students I taught at um, Swinburne. I was at Swinburne for 13 years with short arts and showbiz, which doesn't oh. exist anymore. And these were my Aboriginal students, and that was, that was a great time. That was a really, really great time. Um, they were amazing. Um, I just bought, well, this is just all, you know, it's just stuff. Um, I did a play with Lauren Bacall in, um, years and years ago. I don't oh, know, wow. do you want me to show what you these things? What was that like? Um, what was she like? She was... Uh, she was very generous. She used to take us all out a lot and we'd go and see a movie after a performance and she'd hire the entire theatre. Wow. You know, stuff like that. Um, her name was Betty. And at the end of this production, I said, well, Bet, I'll, I'll pop in when I'm over in New York. And she looked at me and she said, pop in. Don't you ever pop in. You ring before you come. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever pop in? No, no, but she lived in the same building John Lennon lived in. Oh, really? And she, um, she saw Mark Chapman out there three days in a row. <sighs> And that, that was her biggest pain, was that she... They had, a, they had a pact that if they saw anyone suspicious, they would always tell each other, and she didn't, she didn't oh. say anything. So she said that was one thing she had to live with. And she was great. She was, yeah, you know, she's a star. She's a prima donna. So did that make change your behaviour? Like, knowing that uh, being who she was? Did you dress a bit better or...? <laughs> yeah, I probably did. Yeah, I probably didn't swear as much. <laughs> I probably did, actually. Um, I don't know. That was, you know, just, just working with some really good people as an actor, I think, does wow. help you as a teacher a lot. You know, because we're all just people, really. What else have you got yeah. in there? Oh God, what else? Um, also, well, uh, this is this is I did this series, Mike Willis's Australia. Oh. This is 80, 88, I think this was when when um, they did the whole lot of you know famous Australians for the bicentenary. So here's me as Betty Cuthbert. Oh wow, which is pretty funny. And did you have to? Have and I got so training? obsessed, yeah. And I trained with. Betty Cuthbert's um, original trainer, wow. just trying to remember her name. And um, I got so obsessed with running till my agent said, um, I want an actor, not an athlete. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I was getting off on running and it was great. Loved it. Loved it. Now, what else have I got to show you? Um, I don't know. I'll just pick a book. Oh, I, the um, original production of Strictly Ballroom that we did in... Oh, you were part 19, of that? Yes, <gasps> 1986, oh, wow. Chernobyl. We went to Chernobyl. Well, Bratislava looking out across to Chernobyl, which is still apparently burning. Yes. Oh, um, wow. So that's, that's us as an original cast there, which is very funny. And what was um, Baz like? Oh, lots of fun. Lots of fun then. I actually, well, I'll show you another photo. Um, I bribed him. And, oh, I've got stuff everywhere here. I'll see if it's in this one. Ah, I'm just trying to find, I bribed Baz to come to our school and give a speech because um, he was in town and I thought, okay, and he did. And I've got a picture somewhere of my very ecstatic students who were, oh, I don't know where it is. I've got folders everywhere. This makes me look ridiculous. I don't know where it is. I've put it somewhere. And what's an, what, it, what was another standout performance that you participated in? Um, as an actor? Yeah. Um, I actually did these two shows. This was down at the Williamstown Little Theatre. When I became a teacher, I really, I was really missing being an actor, mm. and I thought I could do both. How naive is that? But oh, I there's did. Your, um, there's your Lauren Bacall. Yes, there's the, the, and I did Brighton Beach Memoirs, which was then followed by Broadway Bound, two of the um. trilogy. Bloxy Blues was in the middle. But Neil Simon, I really like Neil Simon, so I did those two, and that was that was a lot of fun actually. That was just the Williamstown Little Theatre, and I was nominated for a, um. a Comic Actress Award. Um, but it was too exhausting going and working at night and then yes, teaching in the yes. day is impossible. Impossible, unfortunately. You have to be two people. So, yeah, couldn't do that. Um, but that, that was great just to... I haven't acted since then. So. No. But that's all right. Directing school plays is pretty... pretty good. I'm really enjoying that. Really loving it. So I've done a lot of productions. And, um, Any favourites? I did the All Girls Macbeth two years ago. Um, they were brilliant. Um, we did Aida this year. Wow. Which was, um, they, just, uh, they just blow me away, really. They're so good, so, so good. Uh, that one was hard. Um, and I like designing sets and, you know, I get a bit control freakish. Um, but that was a big musical. It's really good, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And, mm. and it suits kids' voices enough. Yeah. We had we, you know, I'm at a girls' school, so yes. we did have boys come in, and because you can't really do a musical without the boys' voices. <laughs> um, but that's always fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The Wiz. We did the Wiz a couple of years yes. ago. Love that. Sweet Charity, it was, yeah. that was nice and raunchy for our school. Um, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You had lots of fun. Yeah, yeah, the musicals. I, I, I like the musicals, and I, you know, but I, 
do kind of get my teeth into the plays more than anything. We've done away. This is all the last school, I'm, or the school I'm at. Um, Macbeth, The Crucible, um, All Girls. It's fantastic. Oh no, no, we didn't do All Girls with that one. Um, what other plays have we done? And have you had any other memberships of any other organisations, or have you represented? Um, or yes, have you, apart from Drama Victoria, or perhaps have you had that part um, of your life, or have you just been an active teacher and actor? Yeah, just an active teacher, actor. I think. <laughs> Can't remember. <laughs> um, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And what would be, like, if you have one funny story, what would you tell about your teaching career? Oh, God. Or something memorable. Oh, oh, that's, that's put me on the spot. Don't worry. Um, I mean, there'd be a million of them, wouldn't there? Oh, I can tell you one. I worked in this gorgeous hall, which was part of the school, and it was late night rehearsal. And the girls were, the students were all around. And I was, I had the big black boxes that were fitting onto the stage. And I said, um, now I'm going to turn the lights out. So don't move because I haven't, I haven't whited the edges of the black boxes. So I don't want you hurting yourselves. So I went and I turned the lights out and I walked straight through the hall, went flying over all these black boxes <laughs> mid-air and yelled out, oh, some charming language. Um, and everyone sort of, you know, the lights are on. Um, smacked at my beautiful mouth. And that was the beginning of, of, that, uh, of that part of my life as a drama teacher who swears her head off. <laughs> How can you not? I was on a walking stick actually after that. Oh no! <laughs> I was still oh, no. in my forties, but oh, no. um, yeah, I was on a walking stick for three days, so it wasn't really that funny. Except um, I do remember flying through the air, thinking I just told everybody else to be still, to be careful. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Well, Helen, I think this is the end of our interview. <laughs> but thank you very much for sharing your life. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other mama interviews you might like to listen to, so please do feel free to go and find those and have a listen. Thank you to all the people involved in conducting the mama interviews. The list is extensive. Happy 50th birthday to Drama Victoria, and thank you to the 50 legends for giving us their time. If you would like to ask the aside a question or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening. Thank you.